0: Welcome to Fire Talk Radio, teaching the unfiltered Word of God with the anointing of His Spirit, with subjects on eternity and the choices we make that determine our eternal destiny. Hello everyone, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Whatever part of the world you're listening from, Thank you for making Fire Talk Radio a part of your evening, yeah, whether you're listening live or to a rerun, I am really grateful that you joined me tonight um, tonight, I'm going to be teaching on a series on a lesson from a series and it's it's uh from it's about the spiritual heart and it's twelve pillars of my faith. Or twelve pillars of faith, and so that will be that will be tonight. It will be, uh, you know, in January two thousand eight. My pastor taught an entire year of teachings. Uh, each month was a different subject, and he taught on uh, every uh, to on every topic. Well, the first he first started off with the spiritual heart. And so tonight I'm going to be speaking about hearts on fire. But before I go into my teaching and all of that, I'm going to go to a song by Leland and it's called All Consuming Fire.
1: your kindness of draw me in
0: For that He is an all-consuming fire, and thank God for His fire, His holy fire. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Uh, Now tonight, um, just I wanted to tell you the foundational scriptures are Exodus chapter two, verses eleven through fifteen; Exodus chapter three, one through twenty-two at exodus four one through seventeen now in exodus two eleven through fifteen, it tells us that Moses killed an Egyptian who was beating an Israelite, but when he rebuked one Israelite for beating another, they got mad at him. See the thing was they didn't they didn't recognize nor acknowledge the divine call. That was on Moses, at least not at that moment. And when Moses realized that everyone, including Pharaoh, knew what he had done, that he had murdered somebody, and now Pharaoh wanted to kill him, Moses fled, he took off, and he he, uh, took refuge in the land of Midian. Moses was destined to deliver Egypt from their bondage, I mean Israel from their bondage in Egypt but by God's power and in God's time not by the arm of flesh sometimes we get impatient, we want to help God out and hurry hurry up the process, it's kind of like hurry up and wait so we get tired of waiting and we get impatient and Oh, let me just try and do a little this, a little that. Is it a good idea or is it a god idea? And so we wanna get we wanna try and <clears throat> excuse me wanna try and hurry the process and that has to mean God's timing and in his way and we have to be patient and do our part. Um, Elisha was was had his, his uh he was plowing, he was in the field plowing and he had his hand to the plow when Elijah came up and put his mantle on him behind to come up behind him, so we have to we have to um we have to be patient we have to let we have to do it in God's timing, even so sometimes that can be really really hard if I it for myself, I just think, well, when is this going to happen and he's those who are faithful with a little shall be made ruler over much. We just have to be patient and let God God do it." his way his time in Exodus chapter 3 verses 1 through 22 um this basically you can go back and read that it's it's a long amount of verses but just want to let you know that uh, it does speak about you know how one day while well, Moses he kept the flock of Jericho while he was keeping the flock of Jericho his father in law the priest of Midian On the backside of the desert, he led the flock to Mount Sinai, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him there in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush that burned with fire but was not consumed. Now, as he approached the bush, the Lord began to speak with him. Now, When he first saw the bush It it tells you in there It says as he turned to look So it's like he first started to walk by And then he stopped and he took note of it And note that it was burning But it was not consumed You you, you can see that when you go back and read it In uh, the book of Exodus The chapter was Exodus 3 1 through 22 It says as he As he approached the bush The Lord began to speak to him And the Lord said I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and I've heard their cry because of their taskmasters and oppressors for I know their sorrows and sufferings and trials and I have come down to deliver them out of the hand and power of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a, a land good and large a land flowing with milk and honey, a land of plenty. And that's in verse uh, Exodus chapter 3, verses 7 through 8. Then the Lord said, Now behold, the cry of the Israelites has come to me, and I have also seen how the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring forth my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. And Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? God said, I will surely be with you, and this shall be the sign to you that I have sent to you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain, Horeb or Sinai. That was Exodus 3, 9 through 12. That's amplified. Then Moses asked God what he should say to the Israelites when he told them that the God of their fathers had sent him to them and they asked him, what is his name? The Lord said, tell them, I am. That's powerful right there. I am because God is I am anything and everything that you need so i am then he told Moses that he would give the Israelites favor and they would not leave empty-handed they would strip the egyptians of their belongings jewels articles of gold and silver and garments which were the payment owed to them for their years of slavery now this wealth that that was uh, that they got it was actually used later to build a tabernacle. Moses still did, still did not think that the Israelites would believe him or obey him. So God first gave him two signs. The rod turned into a snake and back again. Because, see, what, what Moses did was he... Uh, the Lord told him to throw his, his his rod down, his staff, and he threw it down. It turned into a snake. And then he told him to pick it pick it up as it was a snake, and it turned back into a rod. And then the Lord told Moses to uh, um to put his hand uh to in his um shirt and uh, pull it out. It was leprous. Then put it back in it and pull it out, and it was like the skin of a baby. So the two signs that he gave him. Was The first one was a snake, and then the other one was uh, the leprosy uh, that was healed again. <clears throat> and then God gave him a third sign. He said in Exodus, uh, this is in Exodus uh, 4, 8 through 9, If they will not believe you or heed the voice of the, the testimony of the first sign, they may believe the voice of the witness of the second sign. But if they will also not believe these two signs or heed your voice you shall take some water of the river nile and pour it upon the dry land and the water which you take out of the river nile shall become blood on the dry land moses still argued with god about his inadequacies and his abilities and his inability to fulfill this great mission and the Lord became angry with him. However, God told Moses that Aaron, his brother, would go with him and help him to speak to Israel and to Pharaoh. How many times do we let our inadequacies stand in the way of doing assignments for God? How many times do we think, oh, I can't speak well enough, or I may... I may not know the 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 Bible inside out. I don't have it memorized, or I don't know everything about it, or um I'm too tall, I'm too short i'm too i'm too too whatever whatever we feel our inadequacy is. We don't think we're smart enough, we're not pretty enough we're not good looking enough we're not whatever the case may be. See God. God looks on the inside. He doesn't look on the outside, and He He equips us. Um, Reinhard Bonke uh, said that so many times. He felt like a that he he felt like a zero, but he knew that with with God with him, that he in, in front of him that was God was number one, and with Reinhard a zero that made him a ten. So we have to remember that even with um shortcomings, failures, whatever the case may be, we still have God with us. And with Him we are a majority. So we have to we just have to give we have to come to God just as we are and say and humble ourselves and say, Lord, even with all these shortcomings, if you Find it fit to use me, even with all of that, and I'll do it. The story of Moses and the burning bush is a type and shadow of God anointing us for service in his kingdom. Moses, in a moment of anger, resorted to the armor of the flesh, he killed an Egyptian fled the land and ended up looking after sheep on the back side of the desert even though God had called Moses to deliver his people from bondage and captivity he felt like a failure how many of us in the past have been hasty and resorted to the arm of the flesh only to find ourselves out of the plan and will of God and on the backside of a desert. But there's good news because all is not lost. God could still visit you with a burning bush experience. Moses was empowered at the burning bush. God anointed him with the power To do signs and wonders. The signs were the rod, the hand in his bosom, and the water poured out and turned into blood. God told Moses that he would be with his mouth, he would help him to say what he was commanded to say. God said if they would not listen to the voice of the first sign or the second sign, there would be a third sign. A sign speaks. It is important for each of us to have a burning bush experience. If we are to be used by God, we need to first have an encounter i I like what my pastor always says he well, he doesn't always say, it, but he says it. And he says he doesn't have proof for it. He says, "But one day when he gets to heaven, he's going to get pulled the virtual reality tapes and And he believes that when Moses stood in front of Pharaoh, that Pharaoh saw the flames of the bush reflected in Moses' eyes, he could see the fire of God burning and flickering in his eyes. When Moses spoke, it was like God speaking, let my people go." Because he could hear God in him, he could hear the he could hear his anointing. He could hear the authority of God, and when he spoke through him, so when because when Moses spoke, oh, everybody heard all of heaven in that. So. Now, I am going to go to a quick music break, and I will be back with you shortly. Be blessed.
1: Like the eagle bird and we will never be caught in this it soul is realm again. All I-
0: God is indefin- definitely, indeed, holy. I trying to say definite and indeed at the same time. He's definitely holy, wonderful, and awesome. And it's wonderful to worship Him and, and just be there with Him. And in His presence, the anointing of the Lord destroys the yoke of bondage. I just wanted to, <clears throat> excuse me, finish up. Um, my teaching here, with uh, as I was saying earlier, we all need to have our own personal encounter with God, our own burning bush experience, if you will, or our road to Damascus experience, because that's what Paul had on the road to Damascus when he became Saul. Uh, later on, was was named Saul. He had his own personal encounter with God, and uh, so... Now this week, um, this week is an opportunity for you and for me to press in and allow the Lord to touch us with His anointing. How hungry are you? How thirsty are you? How desperate are you for a touch from God? How desperate are you to be changed? I ask myself the same questions, and what's the temperature of your heart? Is it hot, on fire, Is it cold? Is it lukewarm? God said I'd rather you be hot or cold, um, but not lukewarm. If you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. Basically, he'll vomit you out of his mouth if you're lukewarm. If you're not red, hot, on fire... On a scale of 1 to 10, if you can't tell me that you're a 10, then, you know, God, He loves you right now is the time to get your heart right. And rededicate dedicate your heart to the Lord or even, even pray it for the first time. You know, God, He loves you. He loves you so much. He has a great plan for your life. And if you're not sure that if you died this very second, if you would go to heaven... You're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised your next. The Holy Bible says that we've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God. The wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whoever calls upon His name shall be saved. So, you want to make sure you're going to go to heaven. Just mean it with your heart, and repeat after me. Just say, "Dear Lord Jesus." Come into my heart Forgive me of my sins I receive you As my Lord And Savior I forgive everyone Who's ever hurt me Including myself I release them to you Fill me Jesus With your peace your joy and your love, amen. I just wanted to share with you briefly about the, the first time that I was really touched by god by his fire I was actually um I was watching another ministry online and i was i was um uh, I'd heard about Pastor Ronnie and Donica Howard Brown's ministry and I was actually flipping through my bookmarks and I was gonna go to one of these bookmarks but accidentally clicked on to revival dot com and when it did that it it went on to revival dot com and I realized that there was um a live meeting Going on, So I was like, oh, I've always wanted to see one of these I've heard a lot about it And so I clicked on there And I was just amazed At how the Holy Spirit had operated I had never seen or witnessed Or been a part of Such a, an anointed Anointed time In the Holy Ghost And where The Holy Ghost was allowed to move freely Where He was allowed to touch His people that people weren't told to be quiet because they're making too much noise or being too radical or none of that. And I was amazed. I was amazed. And during this time, Pastor Rodney was praying for people, and he was praying for the fire of God and, you know, and for God to touch his people. Well, the service was over, and it automatically went off because it was on the Internet. And I just sat there so under the anointing that I just stared at my computer. I just sat there and stared at my computer because I was so under the anointing. It says in Acts chapter 2, when the they Pentecost had come, that the people witnessing all this thought that these people were drunk. Well, now I know why, because I was so overcome by the anointing. I sat there just staring at my computer. And I, I, I felt them in such a tangible way. Bear in mind, no no physical person laid hands on me. Nobody else was in the house with me, but the Holy Ghost laid hands on me, and I felt you know in the natural. I in, when I was back in the world, when I was doing as the world did, and I I drank, I I partied, and I got high, but I never. It was always it was always tainted. It was polluted because. It's it's a polluted it's a polluted form of the anointing because the giftings and callings of God are without repentance. Lucifer used to be anointed, but when he fell, his anointing became perverted and and tainted. So the high that you that that people feel in the world when they drink or do drugs is a form as it's 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 the devil's anointing basically but it's perverted and when i when I, I i felt like i was on this for lack of a better word a pure high but it was nothing there was no hangover there was no there was no dizziness there was no feeling sick there was no oh my goodness i did too much or this is the most wonderful wonderful feeling i felt pure love I felt the presence of God, but and there's a saying: "There's no high like the Holy Ghost the high," God, and that's true. And I, I just felt, I see. Bearing in mind, I, I grew up Catholic, and so I never, I never experienced anything like this before. And I didn't really know what to do, and so I kept calling the prayer line a lot. There, at the time, I didn't live in the same place as where the church is located. But I, I just kept calling them. Not, I mean, I kept calling them a lot because I thought I, I, I didn't know was there something physically wrong with me because I was literally beside myself for three days. The anointing was so strong and so tangible, not only on me, but in my surroundings, that I, I would, I would shake a lot when I was sitting down. I would just sit there and I would shake my my hands, my legs. That's where I couldn't even hold a, a fork or a spoon to eat anything because he wouldn't stay. I couldn't hold the spoon long enough, and I could maybe have a bite here or there. And I started to get concerned. So I was thinking, is there something wrong with me physically? Or they were very nice and very patient with me at the at the call center when I called in. And they said, No, there's nothing physically wrong with you. The Lord is just touching you and he's 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 uh, touching you. And that was the first time I ex- I experienced the joy of the Lord. I called into one of the operators, they said, Put your hand on your belly and I even said, Do I need to rub it like a Buddha belly? and and they said, No so, They said, Just put your hand on your belly and repeat after me, say ha 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 he he ho ho and just doesn't put it all together, ha, ha, ee, ee, ho, ho, and keep saying it by faith. And you'll do that with me. Put your hand on your belly and say ha, ha, ee, ee, ho, ho. I know it sounds ridiculous and it sounds kind of um, silly but uh, and elementary, but go ahead and do it by faith. And you're going to give the joy of the Lord. I speak it by the Holy Ghost and I believe it by faith put your hand on your belly and say ha ha hee hee ho ho ha ha hee hee ho ho ha a destruction and famine you shall laugh the joy of the lord is your strength a merry heart doeth like a medicine and you just You just enjoy that laughter Enjoy that touch from the Lord The fire Fire God right now The fire God in the name of Jesus Hallelujah Thank you Father God right now For for touching these people Thank you for setting their hearts ablaze That they may burn for you And only you It's like that African preacher said Dip me in the kerosene of thy Holy Spirit Lord and set my heart ablaze That I may burn for you In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father, for touching them now and only a way that you can. I thank you that the anointing is tangible. I thank you for your Holy Spirit, and I thank you for your fire. You're the most awesome, 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 awesome person, Holy Spirit, there ever was or ever will be. And I thank you for your touch. I thank you for your anointing thank you for the Holy Ghost. I thank you for the day of Pentecost. I thank you for your love, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name, you're so wonderful. I'm just going to let you all enjoy the presence of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to finish up here and just basically, that was the first time I was ever touched by the Holy Ghost. I mean, with the fire tangibly in a way like that for three days. And that was just by watching... Watching online now. If I can watch online and get touched um, in a Holy Ghost meeting because the anointing is there, then beware when you watch horror movies. So I, I I would say don't even watch horror movies. Don't watch psychological thrillers or these things with blood and guts on uh, like murder shows and any of these violent shows, CSI things like that, because the same the same anointing the holy ghost anointing that came and and touched me is the same like if you're going to watch a horror movie like if you go watch the exorcist you're going to get you're going to you're going to get uh the demonic um anointing the tainted anointing the the di- the the diabolical evil presence invade your living room and your life And if you're not right spiritually, it's going to mess with you. Either way, it's going to mess with you. So don't open that door up to the devil. Make no place for the devil. Always remember to have worship music on and uh, make a melody in your heart to the Lord. Pray, worship, seek His face, His presence, and love on Him. Remember that blessed are they who do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. That's in Matthew 5, 6. Just remember that the Lord, he said, if we seek him, we seek after him with all of our hearts, we shall find him. And God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And, what is he reward us with his presence, with everything? In and, and his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand are pleasures evermore. So it's, it's rewarding us with him and knowing how much he loves us. He is just so absolutely wonderful, absolutely, absolutely wonderful, so good he is. And I want to let you know that if you have any prayer requests at all, feel free to email me at Fire Talk Radio 2. That's the number 2. That's Fire Talk Radio number 2 at yahoo.com. And you can also call 866 857 4837. 866 857 4837. And you can go to revival.com. That's where I went when I experienced the experience of what I was like that for three days, and I wanted to just tell you about that's Revival.com, that's dot com, And uh, you can also check out um, everything that's going on there, uh, the itinerary, which I'm going to actually let you know real quick that uh, to all of my friends who listen in the United Kingdom and England, and I know I have some listeners from England and in the, and other parts of the UK that in Surrey, England, Dr. Rodney Howard-Brown will be having an outpouring conference from November 30th to December 5th, and that is Sunday through Friday. At Sunday will be 10.30 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., and then Monday through Friday will be 7.30 p.m., and that's y'all's time in England. I'm not going to try and figure out what time it is here in the United States. So that will be at 38 Station Avenue, Surrey, KT 12, 1NU, England. That's Cornerstone, the church, 38 Station Avenue, Surrey, KT 12, 1NU, England and the phone number is plus four four zero one nine three two nine six three zero zero zero. So that's again that's November 30th to 2014 to December 5th, 2014. And if you have any um, uh, if you'd like to listen to any of the music from tonight you can go to ZacharySmith.org. You can go to LelandOnline.com, and you can go to James McCurdy's Facebook page on James McCurdy. And uh, and for Rom, I'm going to find that one out, and I'm going to put it in in the description uh, the description for the show. I want to tell you that January 2nd, um, the River Bible Institute, where I had my training from for two years, it is this, the, uh, they're going to start again. Their, uh, their next semester starts January. Uh, actually, the 5th starts their next semester, but New Orientation starts the 2nd.
2: Let me play a short clip for you. In the world there is a problem. People are hurting. People are empty. Some very alone. People are broken. Many are lost. What they need is hope. They need healing. They need love. They need a Savior. They need someone who will lay down their life. Someone with the fire of God who will hear God's call and bring Jesus to the world. What they need is a revival. There is a place called the River Bible Institute, a place dedicated to training believers how to live, minister, and flow in the anointing. And it's for anyone, whether your heart is in business or full-time ministry. This is a place the Word of God is taught and demonstrated. The Word will challenge those of you attending to find clarity in your calling your relationship with the Lord. It will provide you with a new perspective on how to reach the lost for Christ and live in God's life-changing power. It is a place where you will be empowered to make a difference. And set your world on fire with revival. God is calling for all believers. Will you answer?
0: The call? Will you answer the call and the cry of the lost and answer the call of God? Do you feel you've got the call of God on your life and you would like to go to River Bible Institute or River School of Worship? I have been authorized to give you a full scholarship free. You don't have to pay it back, and that's for the entire time. And uh, also, you can um just to to know that uh there's River School of Government as well, but right now they're not taking scholarships for that as far as I know unless anything has changed but you i i authorize i g i'm authorized to give you a scholarship, and also if you know of anybody that you know has the call of God on their life. And you can give them a scholarship as well, a full scholarship, because I give you, you the authority to give that to them. And I also give you the authority to give them the authority to give it to a friend of theirs or something that they lead to the Lord or meet, and so on and so on and so on. It's like a ripple effect. And remember that January 2nd, classes start in Tampa, Florida, at 3738 River International Drive. Tampa, Florida, three three six one zero. And the phone and the website, check it out, is River Bible Institute dot com. That is riverbibleinstitute.com. Riverschoolofworship.com. River Bible Institute dot com, River School of Worship dot com, River School of worship dot com River School of Government dot com River School of Government dot com. So you can check out those websites. You can even apply online, see what it's all about. And uh tomorrow I'm continuing my series on Jesus the ultimate healer. It might be the last part, I'm not sure. Uh we'll see what happens tomorrow. I might be concluding it or I might take either tomorrow maybe another another part to it. But um from now every Friday I'm either gonna be doing now next Friday I may be uh just uploading um this teaching series as I go along, Twelve Pillars of Faith. I may pre-record it uh, and teach it and then upload it every week at a certain time. It would be, I upload it basically every Friday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time so that, uh, you know, the teachings will be uploaded. I don't know if it's always going to be live, but I'll let you know. And then, uh, so that will be, uh, but there will always be something there Friday and Saturday unless there's... um, Something happens that uh, it, it can be avoided, or if there's a special programming. So now, Mondays at eight o'clock p.m., Friday and Saturday eight p.m. are all live until further notice. And you can come check out the archives at Blog Talk Radio forward slash Fire Talk Radio number two. Well, that's actually Fire Talk Radio Two with the number two. So that's blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash Fire Talk Radio Two, and you can also follow our homepage at blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash Fire Talk Radio Two with the number two, and you can go like our Facebook page at Facebook dot com forward slash. You got it, Fire Talk Radio 2. That's with a number, two. (laughs) So until we meet again, just know that you are valuable. You are loved. You are accepted in the beloved. You mean more to him than anything. You are more precious than rubies and diamonds and emeralds and pearls. God is enthralled with your beauty. He loves you. And know that that I love you. God loves you. He has a great plan for your life, and he's going to help you fulfill it. He's going to give you grace to fulfill it because he began a good work in you, faithful, and just to complete that work. So until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hands and envelop you in his love. Thanks for listening to Fire Talk Radio.